bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Our feet are on solid rock when our lives are anchored in God. Someone say an amen to that. Wow, praise God. I don't know whether you noticed or not, when, I, when the choir about, was about to start singing, I moved from here to there. You know, because our choir director is so animated, I was just afraid that she would slap me, hit me. You know, so I moved away. But we thank God. Thank you, Jocelyn, and thank you for the choir. Thank you, amazing worship team. We really appreciate you. Praise God. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to In My Sunday, and also good morning to all those of you who are uh, at the mother's uh, toddler's room there, uh, connecting with us in worship with sound and audio and video. I just say good morning and welcome and thank you for using our toddler's room. Praise God. Once again, would you just turn to someone, give him a high five or don't slap him or her. Uh, just tap him on the back or something like that. You didn't say anything. If you want to say something, just say, I'll take you out for lunch today. Praise God. We are in for a treat this morning. We had a great Sunday morning first service. Uh, we all came to, the, most of us came to the altar and God did some wonderful things in regards to what we are going through, how we're navigating life and God has uh, touched a number of us in terms of healing, a number of us in reconnecting with God. Uh, there's no telling what God can do when we come to church like this with open hearts and saying, God, I'm ready to hear from you, ready to receive from you, uh, ready to allow you, ready to allow you to do what you want to do in this service. You know what? God has got a plan for our lives. You know, and even before this service started, before this day began, He knew exactly who would be here and knew exactly what He's going to do with us and He knew exactly what and how we are responding Going to be going to respond to him. So this morning, I just thrilled to have Pastor Randy Musk and his wife Judy with us. They hail from San Antonio, and uh, many many years ago, uh, uh, I always say this that someone says in regards to Irvin Rutherford, and how many of you that rings a bell in your mind? Uh, we always say that God loves you, or Jesus loves you, and Irvin has got a plan for your life. He always does, you know. And so many, many years ago, uh, I will allow Pastor Randy to tell us the details. I invited uh, Randy over as a very young man. He invited him over some few decades ago to Singapore, to Malaysia. And that's where God began this love story that he built and implanted in Randy's and Rudy's life. A love for Asia and especially Singapore and Malaysia. And so every now and then when he gets uh, an opportunity, he comes to Malaysia and blesses the church of God here in Malaysia. And so this morning, we're in for a treat. More importantly, God is here to speak in our hearts, in our lives, and touch us. So help me give a warm welcome to Pastor Randy Mas and Sister Judy. <clears throat> Woo! Fantastic. God is so good. First service is very wonderful. So I come with great expectation of what God is going to do in this service. Are you ready? I hope you are. 
Thank you, Pastor, for allowing us to come. Allowing us to be, Judy and I, to be with you guys. For you who do not know who I am, I've been in the ministry for 47 years. That makes me really old. And uh, I've been pastor, was pastor for 36 years. I just recently transitioned my daughter and son-in-law to take the lead of, a, of the church. And now I oversee ministry, but it allows me to do what I feel like God has called me to do in this season, that is to go again into the nations and, and release the fire of the Spirit and see incredible things take place. For the last few years, we have been concentrating our efforts on South America and we've just been seeing incredible stuff all over South America and Latin America seeing God move by his spirit see God is up to something today he is doing something that man can't even can't even explain it but he the fire of the spirit is is alive all over the world God is moving by his spirit and get ready agape because God is getting ready to do something in this house that you can won't be able to explain you won't be able to even probably tell people what it is all you're going to be telling them you got to come see what God is doing in our house it's going to be amazing it's going to be incredible. But my heart and Judy's heart is in Asia. I love Malaysia. It's my favorite place to be in the world. Malaysia. Except I don't eat durian. I've been, I've been healed and set free from that. But God is doing is up to something in Malaysia. He's up to something. I came here in 82. It was in 82 that I came. And I I come and I, I, I was a youth pastor at my church. And, and the, they called me the song leader of the church. And I came and I saw in... In Singapore and Malaysia, I did the youth groups at uh, the youth conference. And as I was doing it, they had a song leader and piano player. That, that's all they had, and musicians. And the, the song leader, he couldn't even stay on tune. And the, and the piano player had a hard time keeping the right beat. But the glory of God came. And he filled the room. And I said, God, they, they don't even have talent. And I have talent, but you don't show up like that for me. And I watched them every night as they worship. And as people would come and fall on their face before God and the glory of God would come. I came to Malaysia and the same thing happened in Malaysia. I'm going, God, what's up? How, how, how come? And I sold my heart in 82 to be a worshiper. 
I tell my people I became a worshiper before I ever became a pastor. See, worship allows you to enter the gates with thanksgiving in the courts of praise. It allows you to come into the most holy place and lay yourself down at his feet and see what he will do. Because what he's up to is so it's amazing. I say everything begins with worship and ends with worship. If you will worship him, you will change your environment. You will change your situation because he will enter your atmosphere and he will change all of it. I always say when he enters the room, everything becomes possible. And he is in this room. So I want you today to worship him one more time with everything you got. I want you to get ready because God is getting ready to do something amazing in this room. I want you to prepare your place so that God will visit you before you leave. See, why, why come to church if you didn't get a visitation from God? Hello? Why come to church if, if God doesn't show up? See, I believe every time we come together, he wants, to, he wants to be the highlight of the room. He wants to be the highlight of our lives, and he wants to change the environment of our lives to do the impossible. That which is impossible with men is never impossible with God. And when I worship him, he can do only what he can do. And I would rather have what he can do than what I can do. So I want you to stand with me one more time. And I want you to go with me into worship. And I want you to give him everything that you got. And I want you not to settle with little today. I want you to take everything. See, you can, you can have a little bit or you can have the whole load. I want the whole load. I want, the, I want it in the back of a truck and pour it on us. Okay? Let's go and let's worship him. Let's do it. It's coming on the clouds. Kings and kingdoms will bow down. Come on, let's go. And every chain will break as broken hearts declare his praise. Uh -huh. And who can stop the Lord Almighty? Our God is the light, the lion of Judah is roaring with power. Come on. Bow before him. 
every knee will bow. He will break the chains. He has come. Come on. Who can stop the Lord our God? And who can stop the Lord Almighty? Come on, declare it with me. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Tell me. Come on. here for a minute there is nobody like our God nobody there is not a God like our God and him when he speaks all the heavenly falls into order when he moves his hand all heaven moves with him there is nobody like our God See, don't, don't walk into this room today and leave the same way you came in because our God is an awesome God and He reigns forever and ever. And our God, David writes and says, there is no body like our God Paul writes and says, if our God be for us, who could be against us? So why don't you just worship with me for a little bit? And why don't we, with the loudness of our voice, declare it? There's nobody like our God. And who can stop the Lord God Almighty? With everything you have, come on, declare it. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? fight your battles for me for you several of you in this room are going through stuff 
that you can't handle, you can't, it seems to be impossible for you, it seems to be overwhelming, he says, give it to me, I'll fight it for you. Give it to me, I'll fight it for you. Every battle he'll fight and he will win. He says he will break the chains. See, you can't break the chains, but he will in a moment break the chains. Get your hands up before him. Come on. Father, today, fill us with the knowledge of your will. Fill us with the knowledge of your will. Holy Spirit, come and bring revelation and understanding to the purpose and to the will of God. Change situations. Heal broken bodies. Set captive free. Supply every need according to your riches. May your name be glorified in this room forever and ever. Holy God, Holy God, fill this place. Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, he's entered in this room in an amazing way. Come on, just stay with me for a while. Yeah. Holy God, Holy God. people in this room that you don't feel like God answers your prayers anymore and that he doesn't want to answer your prayers maybe it's because something you've done or something that's happened in your life that's hurt your heart towards him or whatever I don't know but today right now Holy Spirit has come to wrap his arms around you Holy Spirit has come into this room and if you will ask him one more time, if you will ask him one more time, he's going to answer you today. He's going to answer you today. Come on. Come on, stay with me for a while, people. He's going to wrap, Jesus is going to wrap his arms around you, pull you close to his breast. He's going to love on you right this very moment. This very moment, he's going to love on you. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. 
Will you one more time lift your hands to the Lord with me? You who need him to, to love on you, just lift your hands too, also to the Lord. It's, it's, it's happening in this room. Mercy has come. Grace has come. Love has come. Peace has come. Joy has come. Holy Spirit has come into this room right now to do something that only he can do. Come on, let him do it. We just need to stay with Holy Spirit for a moment. Listen to me. There's, there's, some, there's some people in the room, at least one, maybe three people in this room, that you are facing a major difficulty that this coming week you have to have an answer for. And you know that you don't have the answer right now for it. But you need God to come through for you. It's, it's heavy. It's been on your heart. For, for day in and day out, it's been consuming you day in and day out. God says, if you will surrender it right now, I will, I will take care of it this week. It won't, you won't have to carry it. I will answer it. I will supply it. I will make a way for it where there seemed to be no way. Right now, Holy Spirit is answering you. It's not yours anymore. Come on. It's not yours. Give it to him right now. Give it to him. It's over. He has defeated the enemy. It's over. Suppliance has come to your house right now. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Come on. If, if, if you have the courage, just, if that's you, just come on, raise your hands up, to, both of your hands up to the Lord because God's going to answer you right now. God's going to answer you right now. He says, I'm going to walk into that situation. I will take care of it. I take control over it right now. It will not beat you. You will win because he says, I have taken over. It is mine, declares the Lord. You will win. You will be supplied and you will, he says, you won't be brought to shame, but you're going to be brought to honor. Because he says today it's his. Come on. Thank you for him. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Get your hands up and thank you for it. Because he just walked into your life. And he just said, I, 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 I take over. I take authority over it all. I take over. Come on. Yeah. before the Lord.
I want you to sing it one more time. Let's exalt him. You know, many times in the services that we're in in, in, in Latin America and other nations, just in the worship, we will see somewhere between 100, 200, 300 miracles take place just in the worship. So you don't need me to touch you. You don't even need me to speak over you. All you need to do is worship. God will take care of the rest. Come on one more time just with everything you have. to turn to somebody and tell them today I'm going to get my miracle today tell them and then you may be seated As I said, for the past several few years, we have been doing a lot of ministry, crusades, and different things, ministry in churches in, in Latin America. It's a, God is moving by his spirit there, but he's also moving by his spirit in Malaysia. You agree? If you have a Bible, turn with me to Ephesians 1. Verse 22, and God placed all things under his feet and pointed him to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. And God placed everything under the feet of Christ. Everything. That, that doesn't mean that what you're going through, he didn't put under the feet of Christ. What you're going through is under the feet of Christ. What, what your struggles are is under the feet of Christ. Everything is under the feet of Christ. You need to understand that, that God appointed Jesus to be the head of the church, put everything under his feet, gave him the position of authority. It says that he seated, seated him at the right hand of the Father in the heavenly realm. You need to understand that our God, our Lord Jesus, is not some 
has been that was put on a cross and they was put in a tomb and then happened to raise from the dead now at the right hand of the father and just sitting there him and the father are playing checkers they're up there in control of everything in our lives our God is an amazing God, the omnipotent God, the all-powerful God. There is nobody created like, nothing like our God. There's not a God in the universe, in, the, in any other universe that is like our God. Our God is the most powerful God there is. Our Lord. And Savior Jesus Christ, he, gave, he said, all authority in heaven and earth has now been given to me. Now you go. In other words, he imparted his authority to us to go. He says, you go. I have all authority. I will stand with you. I will release my authority in you. And the beautiful thing about this is, is all authority is dwelling in me. The Bible says that the mystery was that kept from all generation was, was Christ in me, the hope of glory. Why did the devil want, if he had understood what was going to happen, if, if he put Jesus on the cross, that's what it says. If the devil had understood what was going to happen, he would have never put Jesus on the cross. Why? Because now all authority, Jesus, because of the work he did now, now dwells in me. And now you and I, once we, before all he had to do, the devil had to worry about was one Jesus. Now he's got to worry about all of us. And everybody in the whole world, why? When you give your life to Christ, he comes and dwells within you. You now have all authority dwelling in you. You have the one who says everything is underneath his feet. He dwells in you. He's alive in you. This almighty God is not some simple God. See, I, I was in India. Uh, I've been in India the last few few years. I was driving down the road. I asked uh, one of the, the leaders of the church, I asked him, I says, how many Hindu gods are there? And he says, I think we're up to about 300 million. And see, all their 300 million put together cannot even handle our one God. I'll get, get real. Come on with me. You know, I, I am a, a Texan, and I'm a Holy Spirit Texan. And I like you to join me when you want to. But I tell you this. You can take every God ever created, every God that is around in this in this. Our whole world, you pile them all up together and they can't do anything. All of them together can't do anything against our God. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Our God is wiser. Our God is mightier. Our God is greater than all other gods combined. And we get the privilege to walk with him every day. We get the privilege to have communion with him all throughout our week. We get the, the, the privilege to see incredible things happen in our life because our God is in love. The God that is greater than all other gods put together is in so in love with you and me. 
He is so in love. See, the devil tries to tell you he don't like you. He doesn't, he doesn't care about you. He's mad at you. He doesn't want to have anything to do with you. I'm here to tell you that this God that I serve is so in love with you, he'll chase you down because he's that in love with you. He's not afraid to run after you and put you in his arms and wipe all the junk away from your life and make you brand new. Our God is greater than your past. Our God is greater than your problem. Our God is greater than all the things that you have confronting your life. Our God is mightier. And we have the privilege of having that God in us. Almighty dwells within us. See, you, you need to understand all authority. Authority is this. It was dele authority is delegated to you. You have authority. The, the policeman that blows his whistle and tells everybody to stop, he has authority because of the badge that he's on his chest, the authority of the city, the authority of the state, or the authority of the, of the nation stands behind him. I'm telling you, you have the authority of heaven. When you speak, angels stop to do the work that you speak into motions. When you speak, all heaven listens because authority dwells in you. You have authority. What is authority? Authority is just this. Authority is a enforcing obedience. Real authority enforces obedience. That word that you read every morning, that word that you put into your life, that word that, that you place in your life, which is called the Bible, all authority is in that word. All power is in that word. See, some people come to God and they, 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 they whine, they cry, and they beg because they haven't recognized that they have the authority to speak into the situation and it shall be done. See, because all authority is ours. If you are a Christian, he lives in you. He dwells in you, all authority. He gives us ability to enforce obedience. We belong to him and he is ours. See, most Believers have so little faith that we accept the lies of hell that declares whatever is going to go on. We accept it. I used to be in the same, same place. See, I pastor, pastor a church called Faith Church. We are known, supposed to be known by our faith. One day, the Lord said, I got to teach you. You need to teach your people authority. And I said, God, man, my church is strong in faith. Our church is strong in authority. And, and God said, I got to teach you faith. One morning, I'm sitting after church. I'm sitting in the front of my church and just sitting there waiting for, I guess, for uh, Judy to finish what she's doing to go home. And I'm sitting there, and I start listening to two, two ladies talk. One lady said to one lady, says, have you got your flu shot yet? The other lady said, no, I haven't got it yet. And the other lady said back to her, oh, you got to get your flu shot. If you don't get your flu shot, you might die. See, there's nothing wrong with having a flu shot. 
What's wrong is when I put my confidence in the flu shot and not my confidence in Almighty. I happened to be sitting in another place of my church. A few weeks later, I listened to two other ladies talk. I don't go around in my church trying to listen to people talk, but I'm sitting there and two ladies talking, and, and I hear what they say. One lady says to the other, says, man, I don't know if we're going to make it. I don't know if my marriage is going to make it. And, and that other lady says, why? She says, because I, I'm married to a knucklehead. He's crazy. I'm fed up with him. I don't want anything to do with him. I, I, I want out of this. I want a divorce. And the other lady says, yeah, I know you got a crazy man. I, if I was married to him, I would divorce him too. And I'm thinking, God, where is faith? Where do we put you into the picture? Listening to some guys talk one day, two men. One guy says to the other, says, I, I don't know if we're going to make it. I don't know if we're, if, if we're going to have enough finances by the end of the week. Right now we have nothing in our bank account. We don't know how we're going to have food on the table this week. We don't know how we're going to make it throughout the week. The other guy says, yeah, I, I'm going through the same kind of problem. I'm wondering where is our faith in a God that says I will supply your need? See, we live with a God that says, I want to be involved in every area of your life, not just, not just a little portion here and a little portion there. I don't want you to just make you feel good on Sunday morning and you go home saying, wow, that was wonderful. I want to be involved in every aspect of your life. See, God is so in love with us. He would like to bring every one of us through the storms of our life and bring us out pure as gold. That's how in love he, he is with us. See, I could stand up here and tell you miracles after miracles that, was, that has happened. Peoples whose lives and destiny has changed all because they let God start fighting their battles. I had a, a young lady who, for nine years, horrible, horrible problems. She had tumors all, all over her uterus. She had been prayed for so many times, so many times. She asked God for healing, and it seemed like no healing ever took place. For nine years, she has had this disease. The disease causes so much disease. This infirmity caused so much problems to her body that it was now causing her hair to fall out. And she said, I don't, people said, why don't you come to the meeting where we're having miracles? She said, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't do that anymore. I don't believe that God wants to heal me, that God even cares to heal me. But finally they talked her into coming and, and they came and that night she, she came to the front, one of the first people, and I, we laid hands on her. She fell out. She's in the altar for about 45 minutes to an hour. And, and she tells me this. She said, the moment you touched me, all my pain left my body. Every bit of it left. She says she got up the next morning, went to the doctor she said, doctor, you need to examine my body because my body is, there's something going on. Uh, I don't have any more pain. I believe I'm healed. I want you to tell me I am healed. <coughs> and so the, 
So the doctor did his test on her, and as he's doing the test, he goes, oh, my goodness, and, 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 and uh, she says, oh, my God. He says, oh, my God, and she told me, she said, I didn't even know my doctor was a Christian. But he says he's watching it, and he's like he's watching a video game as, as these tumors are being blown up one by one all over her uterus. And he watches the last one to be blown up, and he looks at her, and he says, you don't have any more tumors on your uterus. You're healed. She's never had another problem since that day. See, I'm telling you, all things are possible to you. Everything is possible because all authority dwells in you. It is yours. It's part of the covenant with you. It's part of the promise with you that he says that I will dwell in you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Why? Because he dwells in us and all authority dwells in us. You have to understand that nothing is impossible with our God. I had a lady driving down the street of our church. She passes our church, and we have a sign up that says Miracle Night. She has just come from the doctor. The doctor says that you are going to die in, in a matter of days. Go home, spend time with your family because you're going to die. And as they pass our church, she sees her little boy about six, seven years old, sees our sign and says, Mom, maybe we ought to go there because maybe they can help us. They come to our church on a Friday night. Holy Spirit is moving all over the place. She goes down to the front to be played for. They lay hands on her and pray for her. Instantly, all the pain leaves her body. She says she goes to the doctor the next week. She says, doctor, I need you to take tests because I don't have any pain. They take tests and all these pictures. We have a picture of her, of her liver totally covered in, in tumors. And then we have the picture um, where there are no tumors whatsoever. She was healed by the power of God. Why? Because she let God fight her battle. See, all we have to do is just believe. We don't have to have some kind of great faith that says and pray great prayers and, and, and yell and scream and, and to get it done. All we have to do is believe that what he said in his word, he could do what he said. And if, he, if I believe the report of the Lord, if I believe that book, then everything in that book is mine. All I got to do is believe. All I have to do believe is because all authority has now already taken us control over our lives. See, you and I need to recognize this. We need to recognize that Almighty lives and reigns in our life. And I, I want to show you a picture of it. Isaiah says here, by his stripes you are healed. That's a magnificent statement. We cry it out all the time, by your stripes, Lord, I am healed. I says you are healed. It's a present, it's a present decoration. You have the cross, you have all the work of the cross, the resurrection, the ascension to God. And now after that, you have Peter over here. The picture over here, Peter is writing the same words by his stripes. But he says it like this: by his stripes, we were healed. Oh, you don't get it. See. Over here, Isaiah before the cross said, we are, we are healed. 
That's amazing. That's present time. But here, Peter says, we were healed. That means it's already done. It's already done. Why, why fight a devil that is already defeated? When, why fight with somebody that's already defeated? If he's already defeated, why, have, why do you have to fight? Why do you have to declare healing and beg for healing and ask for healing when it's already done? By his stripes, you were healed. It's already done. Why do I know that I have this authority? The first reason that I know that I have, that we can walk in this authority is who backs up his authority, this authority. Who stands behind this authority? When I declare something in the name of Jesus, when I declare miracles and signs and wonders, uh, when, when we walk in it, when we declare it, who stands behind it? God Almighty. God Almighty. All of heaven's host stands with us when we declare the word of God. It's not, I don't have to have some type of gift of miracles or healing or faith or any other gift to see the operation of God happen in the body. Why? All I have to do is stand on the word of God because God Almighty will always make his word come through. It will not, will not fail us. We will not be overtaken by it. God will stand behind his word it will happen you don't have to worry about it see we come wanting God to do all the work but I have to believe I have to believe who stands over me who covers me see when I am in Asia I, I stand under the covering of GMT. When I am in my church or, or in any other part of the world, I stand under the covering of Faith Church. I'm always under covering. Why? Because I understand covering. But I always stand under the covering of Almighty. And when I speak and when you speak, Almighty stands with us. See, I don't have to pray hoping that miracles happen. They will happen because I pray and believe. See, I have faith that he stands with me, that he stands for me, and that he will never fail me. I have faith that nothing is impossible. See, I had a, a man come to me, and he asked me, he says, I need you to pray for me to have a, a, a financial breakthrough. And I said, I asked him this question. I said, Do you, are you faithful in your giving to God, or tithing and giving to God? And he says, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I am. Now, he lives in Nicaragua. Nicaragua is one of the poorest nations in Latin America that you could go to. It's very poor. 80%, around 70, 80% unemployment. It's, it's horrible. And so he goes... I said, okay, I prayed. I said, God, I, I command financial, uh, a financial breakthrough in his life. No elaborate prayer, just prayed. I went on to the others. He went to work on, that was Friday, he went to work on Monday. He goes to work on Monday. They told him, I, they want to see you in the main office. And so he goes into the main office, and, and, and he's wondering, uh, the, the, 
wondering what, what did he do? Is he going to be fired? What's going on? He walks in. There's the CEO of the whole company. And the CEO has flown into to that, that company for that day just to talk to him. And when he walked in, he says, you're the man we want. We've been watching you now for some time. You're the man we want. We're starting a new division of this corporation. You will have 2,000 people under you. And they went through all the things that they would be doing and everything going on. He said, oh, by the way, you also will get $3,000 a month raise. That doesn't happen in Nicaragua. But it happens in the kingdom of God. See, you need to understand what is your problem? What is your difficulty? It's not too hard for God. It's not too difficult for God. You think the doctor's report is the only report that you're going to have? If you believe the doctor's report, go ahead. That, that can be yours. But you can also instead believe the report of the Lord. The report of the Lord says you are healed. The report of the Lord says you are set free. You, the report of the Lord says that you are completely well, hello, you agree? Hello. I'm just making sure y'all haven't left me yet. Sometimes these lights blind me. I'm just making sure. See, in Ephesians, well, let me go to verse 2. Number 2 is I know it's going to be okay because of the word of God. The word of God says I am whole. The word of God says that I am supplied. The word of God says I am, my, my family will be well. My, my situation will come out for my good. The word of God, listen to me, the word of God says to you that now you can approach God with freedom and confidence. Freedom. You don't have to be afraid. Because of the mystery that was unveiled through Christ, you now can approach the kingdom of God free and confident. You can ask him for anything and believe it will be done because it will be done. Freedom. He says in chapter 2, I believe it is, you, can, you have the ability to approach him in freedom and confidence. See, my favorite verse of Scripture is this. One of the favorites in the Bible is this. This is my confidence. This is my confidence. Do you have confidence? He says, John writes and says, this is my confidence. That if I ask anything according to his will, God's will. Let me ask you this. Is it God's will? To save your family. Hello? Is it God's will to heal your body? Is it God's will to supply your need? Isn't it, isn't it God's will to fight your battles for you? Even the ones you messed up and got them all a mess, it's God's will to take care of them. He said, this is, if you ask anything according to his will, God's will, it will enter his ear. And if it enter his ear, you will get what you ask for. If I ask anything according to his will, 
It will enter his ear and I will get what I ask for. See, that's the word of God. I stand on it. I believe I will get what I ask for. And the last is God's gave me Jesus' name. The third reason I have authority is because I stand not in my authority, but I stand in Jesus. And I stand in the power of his name. I can speak his name and everything will line up. I can declare his name and everything will come to order. I can declare the word of God and it's over because I declare his name. His name is above every name. And when that name is declared, the heavenly stand in attention and everything will work out for my good. See, you need to understand that he wants to be God to you. And he wants to show off in you. I lastly leave you with this so the team may come, please. I had a lady come to me just recently. I was in San Diego, Mexico, and the this the crowds are big and and, and the altars are large. And she came to me, and I, I asked her, I said, what is your problem? I could tell what her problem was. Her hands are all crippled up. Her body is now twisting and, and being twisted into to other stuff. I asked her, this what I asked her? Instead of asking her, talking to her about the arthritis that was in her, I asked her this very question. I said to her, what bitterness and what hurt are you holding on to? She looked at me and started to cry. I said, I'm right, ain't I? She said, yes, you are. I said, what bitterness are you holding on to because and what hurt? Because it's wrecking your life. It's destroying. If you don't let go of it, you will, you will become totally a crippled. But if you let go of it today, God will heal you. She goes, I said, do you want to let go of the hurt and bitterness? She said, yes. I said, do you believe God will answer you right now? And she said, yes. I just prayed a simple prayer. I commanded the bitterness and the hurt to go in the name of Jesus. She I, I signed her to one of my people, and they were praying with her. But instantly, God began to work in her body. The very next night, she comes up to me. She says to me, she says, I'd like to thank you. And I'm looking at her. The lady is around. When the one that came to me in the first place, she looked like she's around 50, 55 or older. And here this lady comes to me. She has smiling. And she, she says, I want to thank you. And I said, and my interpreter leaned over and said, Pastor, that's, that's the lady with arthritis. She says, I want to thank you because, look, my hand is normal again. She says, and I can stand up on my body. I can twist and turn. My body doesn't hurt anymore. Thank you. See, she also looked like she was in her early 30s again. 
See, God can take your impossible situation and speak into it, and it becomes possible. I don't, I don't uh, have some myth, mythical formula to do anything. I believe in the name of Jesus and the authority that God has given me. And I believe I've been anointed by Holy Spirit, just like this church has been anointed by Holy Spirit that makes everything possible. It isn't about me. It's not about the pastors that will lay hands on you. It's not about any of that. It's about Him who is faithful. And He is so in love with you. Will you stand with me across the place? I know today that God's going to answer people's prayer. I know today that many of you will walk out of this building totally different because God showed up in your life. Before I give an altar call, I, 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 Holy Spirit wants me speaking to you guys. Take hands. There will be an increase of anointing. There will be an increase of His glory. There will be an increase of signs and wonders. See, He says that I have put worship I have bathed you in worship I have bathed you in worship and because of that that you have humbly served me with that he says I am going to increase your territory now Holy Spirit there are certain things that you desire so desperately, God says, today I've taken care of those, those. But he says, I've increased your territory. It shall be large, not little. <sighs> now, Holy Spirit, to but only you can do. There it is. He says, I deposited in you. Now step out in faith. Now, Holy Spirit. Mm. There's a sound being deposited in you that will attract the hurting, the rejected, the loss. Now, Holy Spirit, there it is. <laughs> Kingdom come. 
kingdom come. If you need to make things right with God, I want you to come into this area. If you need a miracle, if you need a miracle of any kind, I want you to feel this altar right now. Get out of your place and get into this altar right now. Worship. Raise, your, raise the worship. Raise the worship.